This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Is Steve Wilkes coming back next year? Uh, I haven't talked to anybody yet, so yeah, I expect all our coaches to be back. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. I, I, Vic, hey, uh, Steve, this Vic, is Kyle. Victory Why don't you lost. bring your playbook? I, 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 you just played that, Grandy, and it, it reminded me yesterday. Do you have that racked up? Can you play that one again? So just listen. Dude. The second the question gets asked, he, he uses two sound effects first. That's when you know someone's like, uh-oh, what do I... what? Don't tell me you just decided this morning, Kyle. Take a listen to it again. Is Steve Wilkes coming back next year? Uh, right, I haven't talked to anybody uh, yet, so yeah, I expect all uh, coaches to be back. Uh, <laughs> totally. It's like a I hockey mean, goal. Right. That sounded like Beaker from the Muppets all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just making noises. I'm, I'm, he's trying to think of something to say. Kyle, right. did we lose you? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> no, but but we lost Steve. Dude, Steve, Steve did we lose, did we lose you? you? Sure did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Randy. I'm sorry to laugh. No, um, he'll be fine. Steve will be fine. He's only made a bajillion dollars every year in a row for about 20. Well, and as Kruger so. said to us yesterday, uh, and, I, right. and I pointed it out as well, <laughs> He's had 20 different jobs right. in 27 years. Which, by the way, can we take a moment to explore take that? Take a moment, yes. What's up with that? Steve Wilkes. Like, right? He's not Mr. Right. He's Mr. Right now. Right. I mean, now every year he moves on. 1995 to 96, Johnson C. Smith, defensive coordinator. Uh, right. Three years at Savannah State. One year at Illinois State, one year Appalachian State, one year East Tennessee State, one year Bowling Green, one year one year Notre Dame, one year Washington, three years with the Bears, Whoa. three years with the Chargers, Wow! and then Carolina, he was there for five years. Oh, geez. Well, he was the defensive back coach, assistant head coach, and then he got the head, head coaching coach. job. Yeah. Well, actually, he went to Arizona first. <laughs> then he went to Cleveland. Uh, then he went to Missouri. Then back to Carolina. Then to the Niners. So, the, and I forgot uh, him uh, as a player with the Charlotte Rage. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen different organizations. Uh, right, right, yeah, fifteen I'm, organizations in twenty-eight I, years. I'm like any other human being, even though we're broadcasters. I will start a lot of sentences with "ah." Uh, but if you go to a second sound effect, it means you don't know what to say. 
You get one sound effect. You don't get to. Right. Yeah. So (laughs) you don't get to. If your man comes home tonight and you say, where were you? And you get this. Uh, Right. That's not good. Oh, he's been cheating. (laughs) Oh, he's been cheating. (laughs) He's drunk and he is with her. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. Where Uh, were you earlier? Yeah. Why are you late to our date? Man. Uh, right, right. Uh, traffic. Uh, boss made me stay late. Flat tire. Uh, bar delays. Uh, 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 right, right. All of the above. Yeah. All right. Here's some more uh, answers. Jeez. Let's uh, count up the sound effects. Oh, goodness. Um, this is Kyle Shanahan on forcing Wilkes to do something different than what Steve usually does. That was the hardest part, and I knew that was a challenge. You know, it was tough. It was real tough losing um, D'Amico. It was tough losing Solid the year before. And But, um, you know, we had committed to not just the system, but the players that had been in the system from our D-line, our linebackers. They had played in it for such a long time. So it was, it was my goal to not have to change all of them and bring it in Steve, who was unbelievable and how loyal he was and him trying to do it. And But it just ended up not being um, the right fit. And it's like... I, you know, it hurt for me to do this, but that's exactly why I had to. Yeah, I like again for those of you who think that 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 Steve Wilkes is a scapegoat here. This is not like this is Kyle's fault. This is on Kyle's plate. I think he tried something here that didn't work. I mean, I, did this well, get it, asked? It, it worked, but it didn't work as well as it I, probably. Could have or should have. I, I don't look at it as they working. made it to the Super Bowl in right, overtime. Right. So, but, they, but they weren't as good as they And I know been. you're a big process versus results guy. Totally. And the process was a little bit choppy. Flawed. Yes, but you still got to the Super Bowl in overtime. No doubt. But I do also think, and I said this last week or the week before, I still thought if they won the Super Bowl, he still would have been gone. Probably. Yeah. I mean, if it took you 72 hours and you spent most of those hours making sound effects, <laughs> I, wow. I think you already uh, knew. Right. Thank you. So, all right. got to add that to the <clears throat> that yeah. we have earlier. Really? <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> that one. Maybe we do a mashup. Get a, and get a Peter point. King cough in there if you can at some point. Pete's got ammonia. I know. My there, Not Pete. ammonia. Pneumonia. He's got both. <laughs> Clean his kitchen. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Thank you, Pete. Peter King. Don't do that. <laughs> that one kills me. <laughs> you people are full of crap. He was good to oh, us all year. No. Can we get bonus Peter next week? I'm going to text him and ask because I feel robbed. Like I want the postseason Peter. For sure. And And he's got pneumonia. Am I supposed to say that? Sorry. Anyway, like, I know we already said it, but I mean, now I feel like I'm highlighting it. Anyway. He put in his column Peter, that 81 people suggested how he gets over a I cough know. that he had for 10 well, weeks. Well, Lucas said to me yesterday, he goes, Peter has pneumonia. I'm like, he's the last one to know. Yeah. We've been listening to his pneumonia since December. Mm. <laughs> That's great. It's not funny, Grandy. <laughs> Seriously, Sort Grandy. of a smurfy guy. <laughs> anyway. First of all, get well, Peter. Yes. And when you do, can we talk to you? That's 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 maybe what, at the combine in yeah. two weeks. All right. Um, he okay. knows he owes us. Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> that's right. You owe us, King. You, you you sick man. All right, Kyle. Inside the org or outside the org? 
Uh, we'll do both. Um, we've got some good coaches in here, and um, definitely going to look out, out outside also. So there's a number of things I got to do for the interview process, but um, you know I had to get this. I had to, you know, this wasn't an easy decision, so it's something that I had to really put a lot of time into. And um, now that and have that conversation with Steve this morning, which now that's taken care of, and um, now I'll start working on the interview process and things like that, trying to find who's best for our group. Yeah, interesting soundbite, and there's Why? two things to that. One. Right? It's something that that I thought a lot about. It's been 72 hours, or not even. And then uh, he says, yeah, I had to talk to Steve, and uh, that was really that was really tough to do. But now that's taken care of. Right. So, I mean... What's wrong with that? Just the way he, he said that. It's like, yeah, now that's taken care of. Yeah, like I did that. Things to do today. Take... Take Niners gear to laundromat. Wow. Fire Steve Wilkes. I think on the Valentine's Day. Watch <laughs> Encanto with children. <laughs> you know, the Valentine's get a Day, The Valentine's Day to-do to list started two months ago. And Kyle right. wrote on it, fire Steve Wilkes. I'm sorry. Course, no, yeah. of course. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Just Sorry, way, relieve him of his duties. And I'm not trying to say that Kyle is cold-hearted, but just the way he laid that out, like... That's the business. Right. You know, it's something I thought a lot about yeah. for three whole days, even though I wanted to fire him back in November yeah, and stuff, but yeah. I couldn't. It didn't work, but he's going right. to be professional about it. He's going to be nice about it. He's not going to torch Steve on the way out the door, but it didn't work. It didn't work. And Steve will be... I guarantee you he gets hired... He'll have a job. ...by somebody before uh, the next football season. Um, if Wilkes being a DB guy hurt the rest of the crew. Uh, yes, I think it was. And I don't think that just is solely because his background is DBs. I just think it you know, it has to do with you know the way we play linebacker um, and stuff like that and the way that you know Fred and Trey have done it here over the years and the way we've coached it. And I mean, there's... There's no one way to do things, but um, you want to tie things together, and Steve was always working to do that. Now, there's no doubt about that, but um, it was just for for his background and how it ended up with us. It was just it was it was harder than it needed to be, and felt it would improve us um, going a different direction. Um, maybe this question was asked back when they did it. I think it's a more relevant question today, and I was not on this conference call. Grandy, have you listened to the whole thing from beginning to end? Yeah. To me, to me, the question is, why did you try to do this? He's saying repeatedly, you know, he was willing to learn on the job, and we do it this way, and he does it that way, and so why? Why did you hire someone who didn't already know exactly the way you like to do it? That's the question I want answered. I don't want it. I don't want to jump on Steve's grave. Oh, you're terrible. You can't coach Nick Bosa and Fred Warner? Loser. I don't want to do that. Kyle, why'd you hide? There was nobody available that that runs your system that knows what, as he put it, the way we play linebacker? There's nobody who could do that? 
Maybe you hired him thinking that he could adapt and marry what he believes about the back end to what you're doing in the front seven. And he's a guy who is a great leader. And Kyle spoke to that. He's a great man and somebody who you thought could be a good coach of the coaches and maybe blend his experience with what you do here and make it a seamless transition, but it didn't work out that way. Here's kind of a different way of looking at the question that we're, that we're asking about. He was asked if he would consider, again, hiring a D.C. with a different background, but actually changing the defensive scheme to go with that D.C. I'm committed to trying, with a situation we're in, trying to find what we believe will give the Niners the best chance in 2024. And when you have a group of guys who have played at a high level doing certain things um, a specific way for a while, I do feel that's the best thing to do for them. But if I find something that I believe in and I could be sold on that could be a better avenue, I would never hesitate to do that. So I'm not close-minded in any way. I'll look in uh, every possibility. Um, but, you know, when you, when you have some good players who have played at a high level and done it a certain way, I'm not just trying to change that. You know, I lean towards trying to keep them doing similar stuff that they've been very good at that's got us very far. Um, but I have to make sure that I find the right person who's capable of leading our group in that way that the standard of how we have done it and that the belief that we'll continue to get better at it, I believe in with whoever I choose to do this for us. I could have done that press conference shorter than Kyle. I'm not known for my brevity. But I could have done that answer quicker. You ready? Ask me the question. Say, hey, Kyle, would you consider hiring a defensive coordinator and then changing to his defensive scheme? Okay. Let's pretend I just asked that. Okay. For the sake of time. No. No? No. Please explain. No. We're doing it my way. Right. We got good players. They know what they're doing, and that's what we're doing. Well, then you're going to elevate Johnny Holland. The linebacker coach. Why? If, because it doesn't have to be in house. No, it's but just I, someone that knows it's this. Somebody system. who's been here in this system now for seven years, yeah. and your defense has been elite. Your linebacking has been unbelievable when he's been Best your linebacker game. coach. Best right. Yeah. So if you really want to uh, keep things in house in the way that they've gone, then you hire somebody in house. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Um, Dibs, they will both consider in-house right. and out-house candidates. Well, and he said that's what he has to do. Yeah. And that's basically, you know, I don't know if there is a Rooney Rule implications in a coordinator job. I don't think so. But he's definitely going to, you know, take his time and find the best candidate. Chris Kacarek is on the uh, staff. Yep, what for about, sure. What about him? I think it's always a possibility for him. But I know um, what Chris Major's in. I know what he loves to do. His passion is D-line. Yeah, he doesn't go outside of that a lot, uh, but Chris is a hell of a coach, and um, he's capable of doing a lot. Let me answer that one in less than 12 seconds. No. Right. Chris Kacarek is not a candidate. Chris Kacarek, what he does better than anybody on your staff is fire guys up. Chris Kacarek right. is a, and I'm not going to say he's a madman as a way to disparage him, but his passion, his energy, you hear all these guys talk about how great it is to play for him. He's in a perfect spot as the D-line coach. And I think Johnny Holland, the guy who's been the linebacker coach for a long time, and I don't know Johnny Holland, and I won't pretend to know his aspirations, but he's been in the league for a long, long time, and maybe he's ready for that sort of an elevation in terms of his career. And you know what that would be, right, Mark? It'd be an elevation sensation. 
in the truest I thought I'd let you take that word. one on your own. That one was too obvious. Well, you gave me the side well, eye. Well, you're going to use the word elevation on this show. There's only one way for there. And there's I, only one place I'm for not trying to get mad at Tim Roy, and we'll get into some Warriors a little you're bit later. you get mad at Tim Roy? I'm not trying to get mad at him. But you are? I, I feel like he's holding back on us. Especially really? with Kaminga. Elevation sensation from Kaminga along the baseline. Everybody go back and li- if you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to Tim Roy's call of Curry's three-pointer on Saturday night against the Suns. We came in here yesterday, or it was, maybe it was Monday, and uh, Nahigian pulls us over and goes, take, look at this. Because the visual of it, the video that they take of the Warrior Broncos. it was Broncos, almost John Sterling-esque with the tremor. I mean, such great play-by-play. And, yeah. you know, the shot, and good! And then there's a three, two, one, and he just has a curry gasm. Is basically what Whoa, happens. He does. Dump that. Granny. He does. He does. He pauses and then he just goes curry. <laughs> and it was just. Yeah. I love his curry. It was just like Guru going to Jeff. Yeah. It was beautiful. So go check it out. No, yeah. Tim's amazing. I just feel of like he is. in terms of elevation sensations. Told back. Give us a couple Man, more, especially probably, with Kaminga on the floor. Feels like it gets, you know, I, I don't know. want to say played out, but you can't, you know what I mean? You can't I go to a well too many times. That's why I just said it the one time, and I think Johnny Holland would be in line for such a maneuver. Well played to Thank come you. up with a different word well, for I mean, elevation. You know, I'm not trying to bury it. Uh, Rob and Sam Bruno here on Willard and Dibs. Let's take some calls. What's going on? Rob, how are you? I'm cool, but to me, it's, it's a classic act by the, by the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, the typical blame game. If we want to go watch the film on fourth and one, fourth down overtime, it was Bosa who got tricked and, and, and went down to the middle and left the outside open. It was Bosa on the overtime score where he did the same thing and left the outside open for Mahomes and he scored and they threw the touchdown. So we blaming a guy who went to the Super Bowl, played well, lost his third best player on defense, Still get an offense opportunity to score points. The same offense, the average twenty nine points in a regular season, didn't come close, didn't come that in the playoffs, not one game. So my point is this: it don't matter what defensive coordinator you buy in, you're not beating Mahomes with Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo. Man, do not be greatness, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, Rob, I couldn't disagree with you more, but I really appreciate the call and uh, and the way that you shared that. Um, I accept what Nick Bosa said after that play, which is that the Chiefs had never run read option, and they weren't ready for it. They were not prepared for it. Is that on Steve Wilkes? I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I don't look at what happened today as the blame game. I really don't. I look at today as an admission. It didn't work. It was not a good marriage. It was the wrong hire from the beginning. That's not to say Steve Wilkes is a bad coach. He's just not this coach. And if you want to ignore... All of the things that happened this year, not just that play. You can't ever make this about one play. Right. You can't go, right. oh, it's fourth and one. And, okay, if they get it, we fire Steve Wilkes. And if we don't, like, come on. One play for one yard? Most of the time in the NFL, you should get one yard if you go for it on fourth and one. That's what the data would suggest. And if I got Mahomes, my dad is even better. So, I, like, it, it's it's not about that. But the discord... And the mismatch, quite frankly, all year was obvious. And I don't think you can make this about Purdy and Garoppolo. Don't link those two. Don't link those two. Everything that we saw all year long suggests that that's completely different. And it's not Purdy versus Mahomes. It's Purdy versus the Chiefs defense and Mahomes versus the 49ers defense. 
This one was closer. It was different. But if you take the umbrella view of the season, I don't think you can argue that this defense overperformed. For the names that they have, they completely underperformed. And it comes down to fit. And, you know, if he does not fit, then you're going to have to go in a different direction. And that's where it felt like with Kyle Shanahan and what he wants in his defense, Steve Wilkes was not providing that, whether it was in the booth, on the sideline, in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl. It was not about, like you're saying, you know, okay, one drive. If they stop him in overtime, then Steve Wilkes gets a three-year extension. No, he was going to be moved on anyway because it wasn't the right fit for this team. Uh, let's go to uh, Nick in Ohio. Hi, Nick. What's going on, man? Hi, guys. What's up? Hey, uh, well, I know you're uh, analyzing uh, the Wilkes firing, but I, I just wanted to say something I hadn't heard that uh, – in defense of the offense, <laughs> that uh, the uh, Chiefs in the last seven games of the season had only allowed 14 points in the last seven games. So, uh, I, you know, and by the way, uh, I don't I don't like the blame game of anybody. The whole team couldn't measure up. That's the bottom line. And anyway, just want to make that point about the offense. You're saying that they performed, what, better than the other teams did? Well, well, uh, well, they scored more, but my point was that nobody played well offensively against the Chiefs in the last seven games. Yeah, I don't know about that, Nick. I mean, I, I look at the Buffalo game, and uh, Josh Allen sure as hell moved the ball. And, and um, actually, I better to say, James Cook moved the ball. Right. They ran the heck out of the ball in that one. Well, Josh Allen ran the ball great and, in that game. And as and well. if a, and if a field goal goes through, they've scored twenty seven points in regulation in that game. They didn't do it. You know, I I just look at it more that way. Sometimes we go kind of, in my opinion, too macro with our points. Like, oh, the 49ers just weren't good enough, or the Bills just weren't good enough. It's like you're right, they lost, but I don't. You know, like one play goes this way or one play goes that way. And uh, and they win. They're, they're they're right there. The Chiefs made more plays than the 49ers in the end. So therefore, like uh, again, I I'm not. Steve Wilkes didn't get let go because of the Super Bowl, right? And he's not being blamed for anything. It's a bad fit. It just didn't it didn't mix. And if, if I had to ask one question or point to one thing, it's not Steve. It's it it's Kyle for. For hiring Steve, and it's not even hiring Steve; it's hiring anybody right who doesn't run what you do. And what you've done is so successful. Right, your previous two coordinators were so good. Your defense was so good, and you brought a guy in who didn't run the same system, and you expected him to come in and run that system. And even though it's not something that he normally would do, so now you're asking him to come in and change in a first year with a team in a championship window. It's one thing if you have a new team or a young team and you're trying to evolve and develop your identity. This team had an identity, so you should have brought in somebody who was familiar with that identity. Odd choice. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 